Can you negotiate on a job offer if you only have one year of professional experience? Hey there, I'm Ian Douglas. I'm the author of the website, techinterview.guide, and I'm here to help people with career advancement and interview preparation. My live stream on Twitch covers topics such as company research, how to build resumes and cover letters, applying for the job, getting through interviews, and what to do during negotiations. I've coached thousands and thousands of people over the years to get jobs at the biggest tech companies in the industry, and I'm here to help you too. The following episode is taken from a longer live stream event and may contain interactions with other people in chat. Check out the end of the episode for more information. Let's get to it. So Squirtmo asked in chat, what's your opinion on negotiating as a junior engineer rolling into a software engineer with one year of experience? Should you always negotiate? Absolutely, you should always negotiate. You are the only advocate for you. No one else is going to advocate for your career trajectory and where you want to take your career. <clears throat> no one else is going to advocate for how much money you make. No one else is going to advocate for your total compensation package except you. You're the only one that's going to do that. You can't ask anyone else to step in on your behalf and say, hey, um, I, thank you for your offer. My friend Ian is going to come in and negotiate on my behalf. It's not, it's not going to fly with companies. Companies are like, who's this Ian Bozo? Like, we made you the job offer. If we're going to negotiate, we're going to negotiate with you. That said, I'm happy to help you with negotiations and, and chatting through uh, like how to talk to companies about your value and, and the value that you bring and how that's worth money and, and so on. Happy to expand on that at any time with anybody. So if you have a year of experience, absolutely you can negotiate. Once you get that first job in tech and you work there for a year, just about everybody else in the world will hire you. Getting the first job is really hard. I talked about that earlier on the stream. Once you have that first job and you have that initial experience, anyone else is going to hire you. But you do need to understand your value. You need to understand what you're worth as a developer, but also whatever other background you bring. You bring other value to that company besides just the hard technical skill you're bringing other project experience, other life experience. Maybe you speak another language or can read and write another language. Um, maybe you've got experience with like like a customer support or customer service type of role where you can interact with clients uh, maybe you've got business background that you can leverage into what you know maybe some of that background that you have like if you come from a finance background and you're now working as a software developer on finance software they don't have to train you on why it's important to do finance software in a particular way and so that's added value that you're bringing besides the fact that you know how to write software you can also say like, hey, I'm already coming in to this industry with previous knowledge. That's worth additional money. It may not like, it's not like, oh yeah, okay, well, we're going to double your salary then. It's not going to be something that extreme, but it could be worth 5% more, 10% more of what they're offering or 5,000, 10,000, $15,000 more per year. So as a junior dev, yeah, you should always negotiate no matter what. Even that first job in tech, you can negotiate. If the company says, oh, wait, we don't negotiate, we're going to take away the offer, then it's a bad company. Any company who doesn't want to negotiate can simply say no. The offer is still open, but no, we can't increase that. And then it's up to you. You need to make the best decision for you, especially if you're interviewing at multiple companies and you have multiple offers. If you get to that stage, if you've got multiple offers, you have a lot more leverage. But you never want to lie to a company and be like, oh, I got an offer that's higher than yours. Can you match it? They're going to be like, no, just go take that other offer. Well, if you were lying about having that other offer, now you don't have any offers. 
you had one offer now you have zero um, and so you never want to lie about having an offer but you can use competing offers to negotiate a little bit higher you don't want to be too aggressive about it though because companies can back out and say well just go take that other job then if it's the only job you've applied for and they make an offer you can still negotiate a lot of people think I can only negotiate if I have a competing offer and that's not true. You can negotiate because you have value. That's your negotiating tactic. Whether you have zero other offers or 10 other offers, you have value. The fact that you have other written offers from other companies just proves that you've actually got that value because other companies also want to hire you. But even if you don't have those other offers, it's okay. You can say, this is the value that I bring, given market rates and the experience that I bring and this reason and that reason. Um, and I've done, I've worked on this kind of project and I've worked on this kind of team before. Therefore, I would like to ask for this range of salary. You bring value no matter what. And so you don't have to wait to get another offer to negotiate on another offer. As soon as you get that first offer, you can start negotiating on that. When I was doing my job hunt in December and January, um, one, well, I, I was actually talking to two different uh, companies about doing some consulting work for them around like curriculum development. And one of them made me a verbal offer. I said, yeah, we want to hire you. Let's talk about rate. And I'm like, sweet. I now have a verbal offer. And so when I started interviewing with other companies, I'm like, by the way, I have a verbal offer. It's not in writing yet, but I have a verbal offer. Can we speed things up? I'd really rather work for you. And those companies are like, oh my gosh, yes, we don't want to miss out on you. And so they would get me a written offer. Well, now I've got a written offer and a verbal offer. And so I was starting to use that, not to pressure other companies, but just to reinforce like, hey, I have value here. Look at these other offers that I have. You know, this company offered this much, this company offered that much. I like transparency. And so I was always very transparent with companies to say, this company has offered me this much, this company has offered me this much. Sometimes as a competitive thing, like, hey, you're also in the, in the same kind of work as this other company and they're offering a little bit more. Can you at least match it? Because I'd really rather work for you. But I don't want to leave money behind. Or, you know, as we say in America, I don't want to leave money on the table. But you don't want to put yourself at a salary disadvantage by taking one particular job at a lower salary because any raise that you get, any bonus that you get is going to be based on your salary. And so you want to negotiate that as much as possible. So yeah, as a junior dev, you still bring value. You still bring a year of professional work experience. It's not like the same as the 26 years that I have, but you still have experience and it's still relevant, recent experience. And you can immediately show the additional value and growth that you've done over that year and use that as a negotiation tactic. Absolutely. And I'm happy to help people with wording and, and phrasing of that kind of thing. If you ever want to say like, hey, how do I talk to a company about that? I'm happy to answer more specific questions on the stream. I'm happy to answer more of that uh, in private conversation if you want to talk about it on the Discord channel. I've got lots of places that we can have that conversation and, and do it in a private way. Like we're not going to, you know, say in public, oh, this is the offer that Squared Mo got. Let's break it down and let's, you know, talk about all the details because I'm not going to do that. Um, but if you want to have a chat with me and want to trust me with that information, I will absolutely keep it secret and not share it with anybody at all. And I'm happy to help you word and phrase, uh, you know, all that kind of stuff as far as like what to say. And if they say this in response then you react this way, if they say this in response then you react that way, the primary reaction is to just stay quiet, let them keep talking and then say, cool, I'd like some time to think about this. You don't have to give them an answer right away. You can just say, cool, I appreciate that. If you can email that over to me, 
because you always want it in writing. You don't say, I want it in writing, but you just say, cool, if you can email that over to me, I'm gonna take a look through um, and, and kind of evaluate what you send over <clears throat> and I'll get you a decision you know, as soon as I can. You don't have to commit to a timeline or anything like that. Some companies are gonna want an answer within some reasonable amount of time. You can't say, yeah, can I get back to you in a month? They're not gonna wait that long. At most, they're gonna wait maybe a week. So it gives you a week then of like, okay, well, I've got other interviews lined up and, and so on. Um, and so again, you're showing the value and say like, hey, I've got other interviews. Like, can I push that week to like a week and a half? Because I really want to wrap up these other interviews just out of respect for those other companies. I, you know, I do appreciate your offer and I will give you an answer, but I really want to finish up these other interviews. A lot of companies are going to be pretty, pretty okay with that. But you have to do it in a respectful way. You can't just say like, oh, thanks for your offer. I wanted this much money. You have to explain why you deserve that money. Like, why do, you, why do you feel that you are worth that money? You have to be able to explain that to them. But yes, you should always negotiate. Um, there, <clears throat> there are some companies that say they don't negotiate, um, especially for entry-level roles. Um, there's one company here in Denver that, that stands out. When I was a teacher, um, we would have students say like, oh, I got this offer from this company and tried to negotiate. And they said, no, we don't negotiate. Everybody comes in at the same salary. There are companies that say that, just so that you don't try to negotiate and they're just going to offer you whatever but this particular company they actually like they actually showed data saying no everybody comes in at this value and because we had multiple students go and apply for jobs at that company we also had historical data to show that yeah that company really does hire everybody at the exact same amount of money for salary and total compensation and so yeah you don't negotiate on that because they don't want to give anybody an advantage when they're starting out in their career from that perspective, I really respect that company. At the same time, if you bring additional value to that company, you are worth more money. But their stance was everybody comes in at the same point. And then once you get hired, then you can continue to prove your worth and your raise could be more than someone else gets as a raise because you have brought more value to the company at that point. And so now internally you are worth more money. But to start out, everybody starts at the same place. There are pros and cons on that. Other com like most other companies, though, even, even for that first job in tech or early in your career, they're going to be okay with you trying to negotiate. Um, we usually tell people, like, don't negotiate for, like, $1,000, $2,000. Like, you can negotiate, like, $5,000, $10,000, On that first job, probably five k to ten k is more reasonable. We usually say, like, don't try to reach for more than, like, 10% more. So if I offer you $80,000, $90,000 pushing it. Like if I offer you 80 and you come back and say, I want a hundred thousand, that's a much bigger jump. Now, given market rates and what's going on in the economy right now, like a hundred thousand is not unreasonable for a, a starting job in the tech industry. Um, but it really depends on the, on the value that you bring and how you position uh, yourself as bringing that value to the company. Thanks for checking that out. I hope that you found it helpful. I always appreciate feedback, so please let me know what you think. I appreciate any subscriptions, so please tell your friends and colleagues about it as well. Check out the website techinterview.guide for more information about when I'm live streaming and all of my free content. Drop by a live stream anytime to ask questions or message me privately, whatever makes you most comfortable. See you next time.